0: Hello and welcome oh. back to Celebrities, Celebrities Podcast Season
1: 5. Season
0: 5 episode 1.
1: We're going to ignore the fact that season 4 had one episode <laughs> and a minisode.
0: Um because it's a new era. I'm in my sad era right now. What era are you
1: in? You're in your sad era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. What
0: era are you in?
1: My stressed era okay
0: good eras for both. <laughs>
1: as you can tell your podcast hosts are thriving uh
0: but as as you can see we do have a new sound quality
1: yeah We've thank you cross epperson Mike.
0: thank you cross epperson i hope he listens Now we get
1: to be annoying and high quality. High
0: quality. Well, we should probably listen to this (laughs) after just to make sure it's working. Um. Anyways, this is our season five intro.
1: Get ready for an explosive episode.
0: Yeah, we're going to play this at the beginning of every season five episode, I think. Yeah. This one minute (laughs) intro. Yes. All right, perfect. (laughs) And cut. Okay, this is a 30 minute limit. Okay, welcome back to um the podcast.
1: Uh, we did
0: just record for like a long time and then realized it wasn't recording. <laughs> so Okay, we've got 30 minutes. We have until three o'clock for this segment. We can do we can do this guest, which we've <laughs> oh, a lot. we have talked about. Oh wait, they
1: don't even know. They <laughs> don't even know who the guest is. Because you deleted the fifteen so minutes. Much. Oh my god. Well,
0: this is a very special and exciting guest.
1: A former ally to the pod. Former
0: ally to the pod. Our, turned, the pod's
1: greatest warrior.
0: Pod's greatest warrior turned possible enemy. Um, yet to be determined by me though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: One, two, two, three, Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Johnson,
0: who I love. As I said, uh, I can read her a little about Dakota. Mae Johnson is an American actress and model best known for appearing in the film series Fifty Shades, daughter of actors Don Johnson and Melanie Griffith. She made her film debut at age 10 with a minor <laughs> role in the dark comedy film Crazy in Alabama with her mother, born October 4th, 1989. Aged 32 years in Austin, Texas, which means not only she's a, a Libra, she's born the same year as Taylor Swift. Oh. I bet she loves the album 1989.
1: I, I would hope so. Height. I love that album. I do too. I was born in
0: 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Height, 5'7". Um, that's how well I am. We also both <laughs> have bangs. I have a lot in common with Dakota.
1: But you are not a product of Hollywood nepotism. Um,
0: My aunt and uncle... Does that count? I have connections in the biz. Shut up pratna Mohan, uh stream her film, Misty Chinchna Bindu on Fuse Plus. So.
1: so true. Wait, is it on Fuse right now?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Sure.
0: Or maybe it's FUBO.
1: Anyway. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Parents Melly Griffith and Don Johnson. Hollywood nepotism. Siblings, Stella Banderas, Alexander Bauer, Jesse Johnson, Grace Johnson, and Jasper Breckenridge Johnson. Now, as I was saying before we found out that we weren't recording, Dakota Johnson is currently dating Chris Martin of Coldplay.
1: Which is fucking disgusting. Which
0: is very scary. Because that isn't nice. Coldplay, um, I do love that one song. The one where the they scientist. play the violins. No, What's the one where they play the violins.
1: Um, Viva La Vida.
0: Yes, that one's good. I remember when they played it at the Super but you Bowl. Don't,
1: you don't like the Scientist, which they sing on Glee.
0: I mean, I I mean, the rest of their songs are I'm neutral. It's not like I hate Coldplay. I just think Coldplay's funny. Anyways, oh Chris I do Martin, hate Coldplay. Chris Martin used to be married to Gwyneth Paltrow, which is crazy to me. But now Gwyneth Paltrow is married to Brad Falchuk, who is Ryan Murphy's bestie for the restie, apparently. And he made, like, Glee and Pose and Nip and Tuck and Scream Queens and American Horror Story with Ryan, which means that he and Gwyneth
1: met on the set of Glee
0: on the set of Glee in 2011 when Gwyneth was still married Gwyneth was married until 2013 or
1: 2016
0: to Chris Martin Um, they were married
1: that recently? they
0: are married married for 13 years 2003 to 2016 and now Gwyneth is married to Brad Falchuk in 2018 but they met in 2011 for Glee um Which is so crazy to me. Because he also made the Glee 3D concert movie, which is one of my favorite movies. Shout out Olivia Bianco, who has it on DVD.
1: I still have never seen it.
0: River, you'd love it. Because Gwyneth Paltrow is in it.
1: Next time you watch it, invite me over.
0: Maybe I will. It's my favorite. (laughs) It genuinely it's not, like, my favorite... I'm a, I'm a film major, so the Glee 3D concert movie can't be my favorite movie. But, like... In a much realer
1: sense, <laughs> maybe it is my <laughs> Okay, favorite hold on. <laughs> what is your favorite movie on Letterboxd? I need to know. Is it Into the Spider-Verse? It's Mamma Mia. I
0: think I had to switch the order. Because normally, my favorite movies are Mamma Mia and Into the Spider-Verse. And my number... They're my number one and my number two always, I think. And then it switches between whichever one I've seen most recently. Like, if I've seen Mamma Mia recently, I'm like, that's my favorite movie. But then I'll watch Spider-Verse, like, a couple months later, and I'll be like, oh, that's my favorite movie. So I just keep them at number one and number two. And they're interchangeable. Anyways, back to Dakota Johnson.
1: Well, anyway, I found this article that says... Oh no! I have to find it again. That uh, she's a
0: bangspiration.
1: <laughs> that's not what it says. Oh, that's what a, I would say if I was writing. It's a I Daily about Mail her. article, and the headline is: Dakota Johnson slams cancel culture as such a fucking downer, and says she had an incredible time working with canceled co-stars Johnny Depp, Shia LaBeouf, and Army Hammer.
0: I mean, it is funny that she said it's just a, it's a fucking downer. It's a big bummer cancel culture Um, Shia LaBeouf apparently bad I know him only from Holes which is my favorite movie
1: I know him from the CM music video I haven't seen it Um, Holes Um, that one music video where they sing about him being a cannibal (laughs)
0: What music video was that? It's
1: like the actual cannibal Shia Buff.
0: I haven't seen it. Oh. Uh, they should have written it about Army Hammer because he's who I have to talk
1: about next. And then I also know him as FKA Twigs Abuser.
0: Yeah, I did not know that. Sorry to you, FKA Twigs. That's a bummer. Because I love In Holes, he sings that amazing rap about the plot of the movie Holes which maybe the funniest thing to ever happen to me
1: um, that's the funniest thing that ever happened to you. It <laughs> didn't even happen to you
0: every time I watch it it happens to me um moral of the story is travel buff eh. Johnny Depp we dis- we I thought we determined it actually got flipped. yeah and he was cancelled but he shouldn't have been.
1: Well, maybe
0: that's why she thinks it's a fucking downer. Because Yeah,
1: so it turns out, because it turns out Amber Heard, like, abused to him, yeah. question mark. Still unclear on the whole situation.
0: Let's just look up, is Johnny Depp an abuser? <laughs> Depp perpetrated domestic violence against her. Hmm. Mm inside the johnny depp court case i don't want to read a whole thing johnny depp and amber heard she was the abuser says his former personal assistant i'd love to be a personal assistant to a celebrity would you yeah i would
1: i'm not sure i believe you
0: why not have you seen the circle no lance bass's personal assistant is a contestant on the circle and she catfishes as lance bass (laughs) isn't that funny (laughs) and i think that that's something that i'd want to do if i was a celebrity personal assistant i would be on the circle either way i think i'd body being on
1: the circle who would you who would you um catfish as
0: like, who, what celebrity would I want to be a personal assistant for, or not personal assistant celebrity, and just, like, who would I want to catfish as? Because Sydney and I want to go on the circle and catfish as each other. That would be a really funny, that would be a really funny bit for the circle.
1: But only for you, too. <laughs>
0: Once they all, no, but then once we all reveal each other at the end, because obviously we're making it to the final six or whatever, everyone would be like, oh, you actually were yourself. And I'd be like, well, actually, no, we were catfishing as each other. <laughs> That'd be really funny. And we could, like, insult each other, basically. We, we could, like, kind of talk shit. Okay. I think it'd make great TV.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Right now, my favorite player on The Circle, we are watching season three. Uh, we're not done with it. No spoilers, please. But our favorite contestant is a guy named Nick. And he he went to MIT. And his big strategy on The Circle is that he's going to catfish as himself, but as a drummer so that people don't think he's, like, super smart because <laughs> he goes to MIT. He's like, we can't let them know that I'm, like, smart because they'll think I'll have a big strategy. So I'm gonna put my job as a professional drummer. And his big strategy in the circle is to pretend to be a drummer. <laughs> he is so funny. Is it
1: working?
0: No one fucking cares. Like it's not a relevant <laughs> plot point that he's a drummer. He keeps, but he makes jokes about it all the time. He's like, "Oh, because I'm a drummer," and everyone's like, "Okay." Like no one cares.
1: I would. So before this episode, before we realized this episode wasn't recording, Grace did in fact Google, "Who did Army Hammer allegedly eat?"
0: Yeah, I want to know.
1: We did not come to that conclusion, but I would love you to read the quotes that you read from that article.
0: Okay, from the Rolling Stone. Yes. Okay. The title of this article is "We're All Missing the Point of the Army Hammer Cannibalism Scandal." the cannibalism fetish isn't the most disturbing part of the leaked sex that allegedly came from the call me by your name star this is my favorite quote in one text Hammer professes his desire to quote bite pieces off of unquote the recipient and eat her heart in another he says quote i am 100% a cannibal i want to eat you fuck that's scary to admit I've never admitted that before. Unquote.
1: What about the one about like the barbecue?
0: That was in the other article I read. Oh. It's important to note that the screen grabs have not been verified and Hammer himself has denied that they are legitimate. Like, I do think that if they're not real, that's such a funny thing to make up. (laughs) (laughs) Just be like, are we (laughs) a cannibal?
1: (laughs) I do love the other quote you read that was like, I want to barbecue and eat you.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's at the tip, of maybe his ex. Yeah. Um That said, there's no reason to believe that Hammer has actually murdered and ingested an individual. If he had, one can only assume the promotional tour for the Lone Ranger would have been much less boring. What is up for debate, however, is whether such kinks are actually inherently predatory or abusive, or if there's not another conversation to be had about them, one that is a lot less meme uh I don't care about this stuff.
1: No, it's getting to, like, the psychosexual, yeah.
0: Yeah, BDSM. Oh,
1: boy. Oh, Dakota Johnson. Back to Dakota Johnson. Back to
0: Dakota. Never seen Fifty Shades. I think I'd like it, though.
1: I haven't either. I've heard the plot is, like, kind of nuts.
0: I mean, yeah. Because also, like, it's a Twilight fanfic. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny. But, I don't know. Dakota, it's bad that you defended those guys.
1: In an alternate universe, Dakota would play Tessa and After. Like, if those books had came out earlier and those movies were made earlier.
0: But, see, they weren't because they're One Direction.
1: I yeah. think, dare I
0: say, I think that role is not good enough for Dakota.
1: I feel like she can do it justice.
0: The movies would be a whole lot better, that's for sure. Speaking of just ones, imagine, oh
1: my god, out. it's after literally three
0: is already out.
1: Yeah, Dakota Johnson plays Tessa, Ellen plays Hardin. She's like, I'm done playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: not the truth, Ellen. Um. When will After 3 be on Netflix?
1: I f- think it's like the end of November, or early December.
0: When is it After 3? The film? end of this
1: month. Hello? It's November.
0: After we fell is coming to Netflix soon. Welcome one and all if you love over the top. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The film adaptation of After We Collided. Wait. Okay from theaters October of this year is available to watch on Netflix. Wait, what? I just want to watch after three. On the bright side, at the very latest, you'll be watching after we fell on Netflix for Valentine's Day 2022. (laughs) That's how we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. What is? We're going to watch after we fell.
1: Does it doesn't come on Netflix until Valentine's Day? That's what
0: it, that's when it's saying at the very latest.
1: Oh my God, Valentine's Day date.
0: Valentine's <laughs> Day date to watch after we fell. <laughs> um, final thoughts on Dakota Johnson are: love her bangs. Maybe love her when she shits on Ellen, and maybe that's all that she should do maybe she doesn't maybe have she cash. should
1: just shut her mouth the rest of the yeah, time maybe
0: maybe Dakota Johnson love her green kitchen oh yeah her architectural we, didn't tell, her, we didn't
1: tell the listeners about her green kitchen, her green
0: kitchen. you gotta oh. look up a picture of the green kitchen we can include it in the Instagram post it is
1: beautiful it there's is a bowl of limes there green kitchen. Dakota lies about loving Dakota, limes Dakota lies
0: about loving limes because they were put there as a set decoration she's like I love limes <laughs> and then later she was like I'm allergic to limes <laughs> It's fake. Um, moral of the story: That is what Dakota Johnson is good for. She is not good for speaking about cancel culture. The end. Yeah. Is she a Republican? Probably not.
1: Yeah, probably not. But she has just did some very interesting things recently. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And seen. Okay, we're back for the middle, middle segment. segment. And because we haven't had an episode in
1: months. many,
0: many, many months, many
1: moons ago, many
0: moons ago, we will do a life update. Wow. <laughs> do you want to go first?
1: I have to go first. Yeah. Okay, life update for me. I just finished a show, actually, and back to being a theater major, unfortunately. Um, Just
0: punch the air
1: It is (laughs) For the listeners at home For the
0: listeners who aren't Live in person in my living room
1: (laughs) At which for the record There are no listeners live in person In the living room We should
0: get a live studio audience
1: (laughs) It's Maggie we tie her to the chair And make her listen
0: (laughs) We gag her
1: For the record the police This is like not this is a joke Please don't arrest us (laughs) But yeah, I just finished a show. Um, It was called The Mystery Plays. It was by Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa, who is the um, creator of Riverdale.
0: It was a good show. You were good.
1: Thank you. And was also a producer on Glee.
0: Yeah. A lot of Glee producers on this
1: episode today. (laughs) So true. That show was a lot of fun. It was really hard, but it was fun. Um, And Now I'm in another show, um, called "And Tell Sad Stories of the Deaths of Queens." Um, This one I get to be pretentious about because it's a Tennessee Williams play that wasn't published until after his death. And that is, um, like the like the Glass Menagerie, uh, a streetcar named Desire, yes, cat on a hot tin roof, heard
0: of it, yes. Rachel Berry, we watching. I was watching Glee. Rachel Berry was just talking about an audition for the Glass Menagerie. She didn't get it though.
1: Oh, oh, and she's in New York. Yeah. yeah. Um, I shudder to think of Leah Michelle playing that role. <laughs> it scares me. Um, but yeah, and my part in this one is a lot smaller, which is very nice. I get a little bit of a break.
0: Is that why you're in your stressed era?
1: Yeah, because I'm like super fucking busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then, um, I also this week submitted my stuff for main stage auditions next semester. So hopefully, I get a call back.
0: What if you don't?
1: I will be very sad.
0: Yeah, that would suck. My turn. Yeah. Um, as I said, I'm curling my sad era um i I would am, love
1: more of an explanation on this
0: um i have been in the worst funk of my life for the past like month
1: um is it a funk at that
0: point yes
1: <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> because i know exactly what's gonna make me feel
1: better <laughs> Which is what? Go to Disney World. Oh my I am genuinely
0: I am, God. I'm genuinely just waiting two weeks until I'm in Disney World and I know that I'll feel better. I'm not joking.
1: For the listeners at home, I am shocked and disgusted, shaking, crying, throwing up.
0: I know like it's terrible that I know exactly what's gonna make me feel better. And it's terrible that it's gonna be that I'm in Disney World i'm gonna get on that fucking plane to orlando i'm gonna be like everything's okay now i know it because i felt i felt the tiniest glimpse of relief when i was watching the tower of terror film based off the ride starring kirsten dunst and steve gutenberg once again at olivia's house that she has on dvd because it was a fucking made for tv film <laughs> and it is not available anywhere right now except on- DVD. And I felt a tiny glimpse of the light when I watched that, and I was like, Oh, I have to do is go to fucking Disney World. I'm going through a I'm going through a breakup. The
1: breakup already happened.
0: Yeah, it kind of fucked me up. Fair enough. Um, but once I'm in Disney World, it'll be okay. So I've two I have two weeks. I have two weeks until I'm okay. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to re-enter my Bart Sarah.
1: for the listeners at home she is touching the giant barts banner on her living room wall and her barts cup
0: i need to re-enter my barts Sarah, and i need to
1: are you gonna work there again
0: i don't think so i'm gonna be here i've been thinking about it and i think that if i worked there again and tried to recreate my barts Sarah, there it just wouldn't be the same and i would just end up being disappointed
1: So you need to find a new era for yourself. I need
0: to find a new era for myself. Right now. You need to find
1: your own 1989.
0: I need to find my own 1989. Right now I'm like reverting to my Bart's era in that I'm home alone
1: (laughs) for the first
0: time for like more than a couple hours, you know. My roommates are out of town for the weekend. (laughs) Um, but so that's been good for me. But I think I'm re-entering or like I've always it's, like, always on the back burner, but I think my Disney adult era is coming to the front of my mind. Um, I'm, I've been listening to folklore a lot. I'm in a folklore era, some might say.
1: Girl, are you okay? Actually, wait. Can we look at your recidify for your
0: yeah t- your
1: top listen-to songs for this month? Because I also want to talk about mine, but I'm very curious what yours are.
0: Yeah, I was looking at it the other day. Um, And it's not actually like terrible. Last month. Is this. (laughs) In a shocking turn of (laughs) events. In a shocking turn of events, I fell asleep while listening to the Phantasmic Exit music.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. The
0: other that wasn't in October though, that was two nights ago. <laughs> two nights ago, I listened to the Phantasmic Exit music and I fell asleep and it stayed on all night. Which means I listened to it several times. So it is as a, okay, according to Saturday, November 6th, as of like this month. That is my number one song. Number two is Breadwinner by Casey Musgraves. Number three is Easy on Me by Adele. Oh my god. Number four is Don't Take the Money, Bleachers. Oh,
1: are you okay? okay five
0: is Olivia, One Direction, A Shining Light. <laughs> the number six is It's All Coming Back to Me Now, Glee. Oh my god. And then seven is Chinatown featuring Bruce Springsteen by Bleachers.
1: Eight I, never, is, I didn't know you were a bleachers fan.
0: I, I like bleachers. Eight is Dorothea by Taylor Swift. Okay. Course. Nine is You Know I'm No Good, Amy Winehouse. Oh,
1: girl. And, and then
0: <laughs> ten is Driving Home by Indigo Boulevard. Natalie, I know you're not listening, but if you are, you made it on. Moral of the story. <laughs>
1: Moral of the story is you are in a serious, seriously <laughs> low place right now because you never <laughs> listen to sad music.
0: That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine
1: Okay My receiptify, This is as of yesterday Number one Cherry Wine By Hosier. Okay Number two August Acoustic By Flip Turn Number three Sandcastles by Beyonce, mm. number four. Moon Song by Phoebe Bridgers, mm. number five. Waiting Room by Phoebe Bridgers. Wow. Number six. Partners in Crime by Phineas. That is a sad song that Sydney introduced me to. Ooh. Um. Number seven. I don't want to talk by Wallows. Uh. Number eight. This is embarrassing. This mm. is. This popped up on the blend Sydney and I did, and I later found out it is from a Twilight soundtrack. But it is Flightless Bird, American Mouse <laughs> by Iron and Wine. Okay. Um, number eight, number nine. For whatever reason, Partners in Crime by Phineas is on here twice. Do with that what you will.
0: Maybe one from the deluxe version of the album and one from the normal version. I
1: don't. Yeah, I don't know. And number ten, Monday by the the Regrets.
0: Okay, so you're also in a sad era.
1: <laughs> yeah, hold on. I made a whole playlist of the songs I listened to of October and Oh le-
0: yeah, I can pull up my fall playlist.
1: Let me like this my October started off Um we have Ribs by Lord. August by Taylor Swift. Cherry Wine. That Funny Feeling Phoebe Bridgers cover. Okay. Um Hard Feelings Loveless by Lord Moon Song Partners in Crime Easy on Me.
0: That one, that one,
1: that one fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you, Adele. Um, there's other songs, I'm just like pulling out the saddest ones here Dealer by Lana Del Rey, um, Salt in the Wound by Boy Genius. Really. Sandcastles by Beyonce. I don't know if I said that one.
0: That was on your Receiptify.
1: Oh, I can That one, some people will be like, there's no way uh, Jay-Z actually cheated on Beyonce. But like if you listen to that song, he very much did cheat on Beyonce. Wow. (laughs) That song is literally her. um, One of the lyrics is, uh, I know I promised that I couldn't stay, but sometimes uh, promises don't work out that way. So she was like, it's it's all about her, like, she le- she leaves him, but then goes back to him, and she's sad that she went back.
0: Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I won't say my whole playlist, because it's just my fall playlist. It does skew very sad. We were listening to it on the TV, and Maggie was like, I thought this was Sydney's playlist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Grace. And I was like... I don't know if it's an accomplishment for you to be in your depressed era.
0: But once I go to Disney, I'll be fine. And also, maybe I like sad music now.
1: Oh, no. Maybe
0: I just wasn't emotionally damaged enough to like sad music.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Anyways, yeah, Breadwinner by Casey Musgraves. That
1: is a good song.
0: That's good. Um, Cherry by Juana Del Rey. That's something. Um... Wildest Dreams. I have a lot of Amy Winehouse on here.
1: That is not... Are you okay?
0: I think I just like Amy Winehouse. Um, Ellie Golding. Anything Could Happen. That's not a sad one. That's a happy one. (laughs) Uh, Supercut?
1: Yeah. Oh, I love Supercut.
0: I do have a lot of One Direction on here.
1: (laughs) So it is a combination of you being sad, but also you regressing.
0: Yeah. But also, it's not Which I think maybe because that's it's, just my normal music taste.
1: I think maybe it's like symbolism for you reaching for your Barts era and you can't get there.
0: <laughs> the thing is, it's just like One Direction and that's just my normal music taste.
1: There, Wait, I didn't know you like listen to One Direction regularly. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And like Harry Styles is on here a lot because I saw Harry Styles. Yeah. He does have some tragic ones though.
1: Oh my god, I forgot to tell the pod that I went to a Phoebe Bridgers concert.
0: You went to Phoebe Bridgers, I went to Harry Styles. And that is symbolism. That, that's symbolism for something. (laughs) (laughs) That I may be sad, but I'm not mentally ill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ, I'm going have to walk out the door right now.
0: I have to add a song to this.
1: What song is that?
0: Two ghosts. Harry Styles.
1: Oh, so it's a sad one. Yeah,
0: that's on my ghosted playlist. (laughs) No. (laughs) I also realized I started writing a breakup film before I even broke up
1: with someone. (sighs) What the fuck? Did you manifest your own breakup?
0: I'm kind of thinking I did. Wow. Wow. Let me let me tell you my ghosted playlist though, because it's good. Right where you left me, Taylor. Yeah. Telephone by Lady Gaga and Beyonce.
1: (laughs) Oh my god! I just watched the Glee episode where when they sing Telephone, Sue Sylvester comes in and is like, "Shut up."
0: um ghosted by ariana grande if this was a movie casey musgraves two ghosts harry styles tears die on their own amy winehouse and then easy on me by adele because ghosted is a sad film dare i say
1: i kind of that's a good playlist for it
0: it's short because ghosted is a short film
1: yeah i think the i think the last thing for our middle segment should be discussing the Wicked Casting News.
0: Ooh.
1: Have you seen it? Yeah. Okay. Dare I say I like it. Dare I say I'm a big fan. Some people...
0: Say... people are making fun of Ariana Grande. I think she's going to do a really good job.
1: People were also upset that Cynthia Erivo got cast as Alphabet, yeah. Which is, like, insane to me. Because.
0: I think both of them will do very good.
1: A, it's a huge deal that we get to have a Broadway performer in a movie musical. hmm Sure. B, it's a huge deal that it is a black woman playing alphabet. Yeah.
0: I think Um, she's gonna do
1: great. We have we have women of color in both roles.
0: Yeah. Although isn't Ariana Grande white?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Unclear. Unclear. Uh, Oh man What race is
0: Ariana Grande? Italian <laughs> <laughs> She's Italian X
1: <laughs> So she is a woman of color Italian X
0: um, But yes I think that They'll both do
1: well I think people forget that Ariana Grande Started as a Broadway performer
0: Yeah 13 Yeah 13 yeah. the musical which is With Liz Gillies al- Which is
1: also getting a movie adaptation Is it really? Yeah Wow I've never, ever listened to 13 in my life.
0: I only know that one song.
1: Which is...
0: I don't know. It was on TikTok. Anyways. Yeah, I'm happy with it.
1: And yeah, that's no. my hottest take. I'm very happy with it. A hot take? I think they did a very well, good job casting that movie. I've seen some people... like
0: It's not confirmed that James Corden is in it, right?
1: No, not yet. But I, there was a post going around... That was like, this version of the casting will live rent free in my brain. And it was Dove Cameron and someone else. Dove Cameron as <laughs> Glinda.
0: I wouldn't hate that. Um, hey. I do think Olivia and I watched um, both Cloud 9 and Descendants 3 last night. <laughs> of course you did. Um, so I wouldn't... I hate it, um, but, like, I don't know. She was good in Hairspray Live, dare I say. She was good with Kristen Chenoweth in Hairspray Live.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. River it, saw Kristen Chenoweth.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. my god. I forgot to include that in I can't believe you didn't
0: say that in your life update. Life
1: update. Kristen Chenoweth walked by me.
0: So... <laughs> Pretty big month.
1: <laughs> pretty big month. Pretty
0: big month. Pretty big couple months for the both Literally,
1: us. literally, I right after I texted you that she walked by me, I texted my mom. And I was like, <laughs> Kristen Chinamith just walked by me. And she was like, did you get her autograph? Did you get a picture with her? And I was like, she was talking to faculty members. I wasn't going to interrupt.
0: Oh, I would have. I would have followed her. Anyways, I think that's a good middle segment. That was an tr- 18-minute middle segment. <laughs>
1: Dare I say longer than our
0: longer than dakota johnson <laughs> anyways yay middle yay. segment the end. and action <laughs> we i have a lot to say about these two guests
1: we're examining them as a couple as a newly <laughs> birthed couple some say relationships goes and go in cycles grace just broke up these two just got together yeah
0: coincidence
1: Nah, no it's probably fate. absolutely not probably fate
0: probably fate definitely fate um <laughs> uh, anyways let's introduce them it is kim,
1: kim kardashian, kardashian and pete davidson, and, pete davidson. <laughs> and
0: let's read their bios kimberly noel kardashian west is an american media personality socialite model and businesswoman is
1: her last name still west
0: i think so kardashian first gained media attention as a friend and stylist of paris hilton but received wider notice after a 2002 sex tape so kardashian superstar with her uh, oh after a 2002 sex tape titled i guess kim kardashian superstar with her then boyfriend ray j was released in 2007 i'm obsessed
1: with the sex tape at having a title
0: (laughs) born october 21st 1980 age 41 in la california same birthday as my cousin jackson
1: Oh my God, Jackson Herrera, Jackson Herrera is actually Kim Kardashian. Jackson,
0: if you're listening, <laughs> height 5'2". net worth one point two billion dollars according to twenty in 2021 according to Forbes. Wow. Children: North, Psalm, Chicago, and Saint West. Spouse: Kanye West married in 2014. Chris Humphreys married 2011, 2013, and Damon Thomas married 2004 to 2000, 2000 to two thousand four. Parents are Kris Jenner and Robert Kardashian. And as we all know, I love Kris Jenner. Pete Davidson. Peter Michael Davidson is an American comedian, actor, writer, and producer. He's been a cast member on the NBC late night sketch comedy Saturday Night Live since 2014. Davidson has also appeared on the MTV shows Guy Code, Wild and Out, and The Philosophy. Height, 6'3". And apparently just his height is trending right now. (laughs) Born November 16th, 1993, age 27 in Staten Island. Oh,
1: an age difference.
0: Yeah. Subjects, American culture, everyday life, social awkwardness, drug use, human sexuality, self-deprecation, and pop culture. Okay. Parents, Scott Davidson and Amy Waters Davidson. Education, St. Francis College, St. Joseph-by-the-Sea High School. Sivarian High School and Totten... Taun- he went to three high schools, Tottenville High School. Siblings, Casey Davidson. Um, I, dare I say, I am a fan of Pete Davidson. I wouldn't say I'm a fan of Kim Kardashian's. I think I am just obsessed with the Kardashians in general because of their hold on American society. Yeah. Um, I know that this is a PR relationship. I know that it is fake because why would it be real? Other than I guess they made out on SNL, but I don't think that it's enough to make them fucking hold hands on that roller coaster. Um they were seen kissing. Um which is very funny. It's also funny to me that Pete Davidson is basically the exact opposite of Kanye West. There literally is a weekend update segment where he goes and talks shit about Kanye West. <laughs> Um overall I would really just like to imagine Pete Davidson raising
1: More her children class. like
0: co-parenting because those kids have to be the worst children in the world. <laughs> they are raised by Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. They're the worst kids in the world. And I'd love to see them interact. This article from Cosmopolitan is listing Pete Davidson as a heartbreaker. Kim Kardashian's friends are concerned about Pete Davidson's quote heartbreaker reputation, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Um, you remember when he was
1: like dating what's her face from Bridgerton? Yeah,
0: he dated very, very many people.
1: Which, Art like, grande. good for him. I,
0: if you're a white woman in New York, at one point you're going to date Pete Davidson. <laughs> I would love to date Pete Davidson.
1: <laughs> Move to New York.
0: I just might. I also had a tweet the other day that was like, imagine Kim Kardashian taking the Staten Island ferry to see Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh
1: my God. Like it's,
0: very, it's just a very, very funny situation. To me. <laughs> um, I will plug my segment on the IUS TV show Bloomington Breakfast Club this upcoming Monday. BBC. TBBC, the episode... No, it's just I do- BBC. It's actually TBBC. <laughs> I, uh, I will... I, there is a segment where I talk about this. Um, so everyone can tune into that where people who aren't River are there talking about it with me. Uh, um, But... It's Morgan and
1: Caroline, right?
0: It's Morgan and Caroline. And also there was a new girl this week who I'm scared is, like, trying to pull. Like, you know, in High School Musical 3 when Sharpay gets her assistant and then she, like, tries to steal her personality.
1: Yeah. I'm scared that's going to happen to me. (laughs) What? Anyways. (laughs) Okay, Um, but I just, I think the Kardashian children growing up In a dynamic where they're co-parented by Pete Davidson and Kanye West?
0: Well, they're the West children.
1: Oh, what did I call them?
0: The Kardashian children.
1: In my head, they're Kim's children and not Kanye. Is that weird? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in my head, Kanye had nothing to do with those children.
0: What? Meanwhile, Kim is not bringing Pete as her date to Paris Hilton's wedding this week. Oh, no. Congrats to Paris, though.
1: But, like, I think they would grow up to be a version... Have you seen King of Staten Island? Yeah. I think they would grow up... Didn't we
0: see it together?
1: No, I wasn't there. Okay. Um... I don't think I was, because I didn't watch it. Was... Did you watch it when it was, like, done by Union Board? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it then. Okay. Um... I do think they would grow up to be some sort of version of Pete Davidson's character in that movie. Just like adult babies.
0: Yeah. But, like,
1: more privileged and rich. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I'm thinking specifically of the one scene where um, he doesn't want to put the tux on, and his mom makes him put the tux on, and he just goes, Ah! (laughs)
0: i say i didn't like that movie let's pull my letterboxd review for it
1: because it was too long i don't know if i have a letterbox review of the movie i can't remember if i watched it before or after i got letterboxed.
0: it would have been good if it had been shorter which is i'm sure what i said
1: can we talk about how there's like no easy way to pull up your you own to... letterbox reviews
0: just to search what did i say i gave it two and a half stars Did a movie loosely based off the life of Pete Davidson need to be made? No. Did it need to have a runtime over two hours? No. Did I still kind of enjoy it? Yeah. Which, good good review. Nora's review says, I did not like the way I related to Pete Davidson's character. Nora? (laughs) So, yeah. Pete Davidson, I do... I do find him attractive. Um... Pete Davidson, if you're listening, I am single now. So think about that.
1: All you have to do is move to New York. All I have to do is move to him. New York.
0: All I have to do is move to New York and be like, famous.
1: Are you are you Pete Davidson's type? Yeah. What is his type?
0: That's the thing, is that I don't think he has a type.
1: It's just a white woman in New York. I think it's
0: just white women in New York. Which if I'm a white woman. If I move to New York, I'll be a white <laughs> woman in New York. Pete Davidson, all exes. <laughs> Pete Davidson's dating history, his girlfriends and exes. Pete Davidson's dating history, his long list of girlfriends and exes. Let's take a look. Carly Aquilino. Cassie David, Ariana Grande, Kate Beckinsale, Margaret Qualley, this is a bad website, Kaya Gerber, Phoebe Dinever.
1: Is that the Bridgerton girl?
0: I think so. And now Kim Kardashian. Like, all of them being Well,
1: white I was trying to figure out if the... he's ever dating anyone, like, significantly younger than him.
0: Um...
1: Because he and Ariana Grande are around the same age.
0: Yeah. He's dated someone significantly older than him multiple times. So yeah, good for Pete. It is crazy that he's the heartbreaker of New York City. Overall, yeah, I think I've said all I want to say about them.
1: Maybe this is an episode where we just don't have a lot to say. We did have a lot to say, but then we got thrown off. Yeah. We definitely had a lot to say in
0: that middle segment.
1: And, like, maybe our funniest stuff is in the segment that wasn't recorded at all.
0: Yeah, rest in peace. And then you
1: deleted the beginning part of our
0: None of our funny stuff was in the first five minutes though.
1: Yeah. Do we do we That do can you, be the
0: end of Pete. Do and you have any Kim. final
1: words on Pete and Kim?
0: Final words on Pete and Kim. Um, let's <laughs> actually let's say have our final words be predicting how much longer it will last.
1: Well, I have one more thing to say. Okay. I cannot imagine the two of them having a conversation. It has to be, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be incredibly boring. Like, what did I talk about? Uh, <laughs> neither of them have critical thinking skills like what do they talk about that's a good <laughs> question
0: which is why final thoughts how long do you think it will last i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it'll publicly end like we'll get the news about it one month from now
1: the thing is i can see that or i can see it going on for a scarily long time yeah. and they get like engaged.
0: I don't think they would get engaged. I think that Pete's been down that road before with Ariana Grande. (laughs) And Kim just ended her (laughs) third marriage.
1: I can see it. I think it'll end in like the next month or two. But if for some reason it goes beyond that, I think it will end in a year.
0: Yeah. Well, because it could be like a scarily long thing. Like Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. I don't like them together. It doesn't make sense. I always
1: forget that they're together.
0: Yeah, because it's so weird. I don't like them together at all. Um. But yes, overall, Kim and Pete, I'm obsessed.
1: Okay, I had an idea.
0: Okay, I'm still what recording. If,
1: what if our closing segment is a movie we pitch that has Kim Kardashian, and and Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson, and Dakota Johnson?
0: oh okay should we do that right now yeah okay yeah we can just keep going on this segment um hmm. i think mine will be let's think kim kardashian (laughs) actually recently was in a film do you know what it was this year
1: she was in a film
0: she was in a film this year like recently
1: kim was kim was courtney was in she's all that
0: no but what was kim in Do you know the answer? It's kind of a trivia.
1: I don't know the answer.
0: Kim was in the Paw Patrol
1: movie. She was? Yes.
0: What? So mine is going to be Paw Patrol 2. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be... It's kind of going to be like a crossover in which we find out that the Paw Patrol dogs are owned by Dakota Johnson's character in Fifty Shades. <laughs> and Pete Davidson will be, like, the new dog that she adopts. And it will be animated. It will be, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, but, like, animated in the Paw Patrol style. Um, and Dakota Johnson adopts... She owns all the Paw Patrol dogs and she adopts this new dog, voiced by Pete Davidson. And one day, like... She and Christian Grey are, you know, doing their thing. And Dakota realizes that she forgot to feed the dogs. So the dogs are, like, looking for her. And the dogs see the sexual act. It will be rated R. It'll be a rated R animated Paw Patrol 50 Shades movie. And it'll basically be about the dogs all being scarred by seeing their owner, you know, do BDSM. And then the B-plot will be... Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson's dogs have, like, a little relationship. The C-plot will be some Fifty Shades fucking thing where they are having relationship problems, as they do in all of their movies. I have never seen them, but I know that. That is my film pitch.
1: Wow. Okay. Here. I think... That Quentin Tarantino is going to make his last movie,
0: the tenth film, yes, by Quentin Tarantino. The
1: tenth film by Quentin Tarantino is going to star Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, and Dakota Johnson, and it's going to be like kind of like a film noir, okay, type thing. And Dakota John, I think it's going to be like a bit where Dakota Johnson plays a man, but like. It's not supposed to be like a comedy thing. She's just playing a man.
0: Okay. Dakota
1: Johnson plays a grizzled, bittered detective. And um. And meets Kim Kardashian at a bar.
0: Okay. <laughs>
1: and finds Kim Kardashian incredibly boring and like walks out of a bar and just like, this bitch is dumb. <laughs> but then, the next morning, um, Kim is found dead, and Kim is, Kim is like, plays some sort of, like, celebrity. This takes place, in my head, this takes place in, like, the 50s or the 60s.
0: Okay. It's and a period it, piece. Yeah,
1: it's in black and white, Quentin too.
0: Quentin Tarantino, oh, obviously. Quentin Tarantino does love a movie that takes place in the past, so.
1: Yeah. And Kim Kardashian is found dead. She's playing some sort of notable celebrity of the time. Um, And so then Dakota Johnson is like, oh, I have to solve this. As a
0: detective, yes, that is her job.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. And then um, how am I going to work Pete Davidson in this? I, I don't know. Hmm. Okay, I'm thinking. Hold, please. Okay. Oh, okay. So, she she start. Dakota goes and visits. Uh, <laughs> Dakota goes and visits Kim Kardashian's home, and Pete Davidson is Kim Kardashian's weird sex slave. What? And, okay. And Dakota Johnson is like Who the fuck are you And then, then she figures that out And then you find out that Kim Kardashian has been leading like a double life Of crime And so okay. they're trying to find Kim Kardashian's killer And also like trying to figure out what she's done And it becomes super dangerous And stuff like that
0: Sounds good
1: I think Rotten Tomatoes would love it
0: Yeah It'd be certified fresh <laughs> Yeah and I think with that, that's <laughs> the end of this episode.
1: <laughs> Thank you so
0: much for listening. We'll try to do more episodes, but Thanksgiving's coming up and then Christmas and we're going to be out of town.
1: So We could maybe do one over Thanksgiving break. We just wouldn't I'll be able be to use Disney the mic. World. Oh, yeah, you'll be in Disney. Yeah. I forgot. You'll be happy again. I'll be happy again. <laughs> <laughs> and then,
0: And then we'll have a really great episode where I'm happy. <laughs>
1: okay for the listeners at home i I just pulled out a copy of people magazine this is the november issue how is this a time to make it into the couch we just bought it i just pulled up pulled out the november 1st edition of people magazine i had just reached my hand back here in the middle of the couch and pulled it out from under a cushion gwyneth paltrow is on the cover (laughs) When it's most revealing interview ever. What unhealthy relationships taught her about love. How she With Chris to, Martin! How she's trying to accept <laughs> her body as she ages. It all goes south from here. And the most surprising things she's learned about sex. There's an, also an exclusive about Prince William and his hope for the future. There is a story about Colin Powell. And then Selma Blair talks about... Oh, MS. Yeah. My excruciating battle with
0: MS. Look at the crossword. I finished it. It was my fastest people crossword ever. Where is it? It's at the very back. Because they pick a yeah, they pick a celebrity to do some of the questions about, and it was Lord, so I got all of them really fast.
1: Oh my god! And right here is a picture from Tina, the Tina Turner musical. Yeah. Wow.
0: That's a spot the difference game.
1: Starring Tony Award winner. Adrian wanted. Yeah.
0: So I think that's a good place to leave off is with my success on the People Magazine crossword puzzle. Yes. About Lord.
1: See you guys at some point in the future. Who knows? Maybe (laughs) we'll start a new season.